Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFLP episode 553. We are live tonight. It is Tuesday, November 7th. I'm Lucas. I am joined tonight by, uh, I guess, Phil. I don't know. I, apparently he's around somewhere. Hello. He always has to do something silly. And Peter. Trevor does Trump. Nana. Good evening. Uh, so yeah so uh, welcome everyone uh, I, I do want to mention I don't know if people have seen on our um, on our page that just up up front uh, that one of the members of our community uh, passed away over the weekend if you haven't seen uh, Bryce Rus Rutledge um, who uh, was a for former cast member photographer um in in the community um you know had had a lot of different uh you know interests and he's you know big into music and all that um but uh he he passed away uh unfortunately over the weekend um so you know we just want to send our condolences to um you know his family and everything um and um you know mention it um that uh you know we'll we've been thinking about him and everything so yeah, a couple of other folks are working on a tribute and just uh, want to make it as, as nice as possible for the for the gentleman. So, uh, unlike a regular show, they're not going to cut corners. So, but uh, but yeah, now I know I know we've been talking with Jerron and all that as well because he he was on with him and and everything. So. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so for everyone that knew, knew Bryce, he was, he was a really great guy. I got to know him, uh, going to TF cons and, and such, um, you know, just discussing things on, online with him as well. So, um, but yeah, so, so, uh, we are doing, uh, drawn's putting together a, a slideshow, uh, clip that he was going to try and put up, uh, by this weekend. So if anyone has any, uh, you know photos they want uh included uh to uh send it to our social media page or uh, if you want you can message uh drawn directly uh for that so um but yeah um but uh with that that you know i know uh tonight's topic i think we we're talking about uh hunting some transformers is that the oh, not just normal hunting like lucas it's not just normal hunting. We're we're bargain hunting. Bargain hunting. Bargain hunting. It's the 
best time of the year for that. Yeah, it's discount Maybe. time. Maybe. And then up here. I'm I'm I like buying robots. Yeah. Well, it's been such a weird distribution, I feel like, over the last several years, right? Like a couple years ago, everything was crazy and and you couldn't find anything and and uh so you know every, things were selling out and you know distribution and, and whatnot and now we've kind of went back and, and and swung back where um you know we are able to find uh, a fair amount of stuff uh you know for a discount uh you know either at ollie's or ross or, or whatever so we figured that'd be a decent topic to yeah, we should. Yeah, the the intro should be when when you go live. We should say something like, uh, you know, we've noticed that there's a, a massive glut of crazy things at Ross and Ollie's and the other Market Six stores. Uh, suddenly, starting like two weeks ago, uh, across the spectrum of the different brands or, or lines or series for Transformers, and people are going rabid because things that were hard to find two years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever are now seemingly plentiful and super affordable. So those who enjoy scalping, you know, are now being undercut by, by Ross, which is, oh, and Ollie's, which is just a delight to see. Uh, and for those who paid too much, uh, sorry about it. Um, so we should touch on the, the variety of things available the places that we find them and the savings that can be had in this magical time of plenty. And I'm ready to go live whenever you are. So, that sounds like so a good plan. Just, I'll deliver that to know, our past selves. We we are we are live. Thought we were just warming up. No, you, you should probably put on pants. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, five Another... minutes ago or so. Another HR yeah. complaint for you there, Peter. Uh, I get plenty. <laughs> Forever Destron, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> so, so yeah, Peter, you found a bunch of these. What have you found, and, and where are you finding them? Um, Hi. Good evening. Uh, welcome to TFYLP episode 5 something something It's not on the screen, but we, we know what it is. Um, I'm Peter. And uh just before tfcon which was a couple weeks ago three weeks ago i don't know time moves it moves relative to my speed and i move really slowly sometimes um things started showing up at ross and ollie's things are always showing up at ollie's and ross but they started like showing up in mass and um ollie's got a big big pile of things uh personally so in the last yeah in the last three weeks, at my, I've got four Ollies in my area. Each of them, each of them's about an hour. I've got five actually. Each one's about an hour away from my house. It's in different directions. It's like a big star. Uh oh. The Walmart retro headmasters, all the Beast Wars vintage stuff, uh, including the basics, deluxes, and ultras. Uh, oh. and, and Scorponok. Um, I have found a whole bunch of Masters of the Universe stuff, a whole bunch of G.I. Joe classified stuff for five bucks a pop, including exclusives. 
I found all of the Walgreens Simple Series. I forget what they're called. Uh, Authentic? Evergreen, Authentic, so Evergreen, Shockwave, and Jetfire, oh and, and Bumblebees, and Sideswipe, and uh, whoever else. Uh, uh, what else? What else? That. Uh, oh, uh, oh, and the Velocitron stuff. The Veloc- specifically mm-hmm. the Velocitron. Override. Uh, override. Yes, thank you. Um, and that might be it. Probably not it. I just can't think right now. Uh, I did enjoy the picture. Had... I did enjoy the picture you sent. You mentioned Masters of the Universe, but it was like a wall of panthers. Mm-hmm. The it was a wall of. There was a wall of panthors at each of my ollies, and at one ollies, they were nineteen dollars. Or at all of the ollies except for one, they were nineteen dollars, and at one ollies, they were five dollars. So, I I have um, when I used to buy cases of stuff, when Big Bad or TF Source or whoever would sell by the case, I would buy cases and trade and sell and do whatever that way I could keep my cases and sort everything properly, and then at the end. And the trade or sell or any doubles that I had left over that I didn't plan on opening, I would put in the Toys for Tots bin, and away they would go. Um, but since Big Bad and everyone stopped selling cases, and I don't like going through Entertainment Earth because I just don't, uh, I, I've I've really taken advantage of the Market Six stores, your TJ Maxes and Rosses and Ollies and Marshalls and whatever else uh, Five Below to stock up on things that I can give away at the end of the year because kids deserve kick-ass toys, kick-ass toys. And I, I always had kick-ass Christmases because my parents pulled out all the stops, but we were broke. Uh, so other kids need kick-ass toys. And if that means I kid, then that's what happens. Sorry, Peter, you're kind of cutting out a little bit there. I'm not sure what's going on. Cool. Monologue's ruined. Oh, well. Most of the monologue made it through. Yeah. Yeah. But but just just heads up. So, well, I know Ron also mentioned uh, we're going to say that uh, it sounds like that uh, Walmart is going to be selling a bunch of two-packs of uh, deluxes for $25. And so originally when we saw the, the leaks, we're like, oh, this is exciting. You know, is this something new? And it's not something new. It's repacks. But the thing that is exciting is, is that it's two for $25. So like if you have deluxes, figures, deluxes. so if you, if you have some deluxes that you missed out on over the last couple of years, you can get those packs. And so say if you're like, oh, I really want to kick back. Uh, but then I, I can't remember whatever's with the kickback. Like you already have that, then drop that off in the Toys for Tots bin, uh, you know, and and there you go. The pairings border on ridiculous. Like they don't really make a lot of sense. But you know, if you wanted to do the thing where there's something that isn't in stores anymore, like for instance, for a while there, I was trying really hard to find the Bumblebee Ratchet. And it wasn't on shelves anymore. And I eventually got one from Phil. Thank you. Um, But it's in there, right? It's in one of those two packs. If you needed that one, but you don't need whatever he's packed with, you could always donate the other one. 
if you wanted to go the Peter route and still just be paying normal price for something that hasn't been in stock for months. Or you could try to scalp it like a monster, whatever. Or trade with a friend. Or trade with a friend. That's that's healthy, too. Mm-hmm. Or you could take well, the second one and tell yourself you're going to customize it and hold on to it for, like, seven years. Maybe take it apart. Oh, Ron says he thinks that the Legacy 2-packs are actually wave mates. I'd have to go back and look to see. They might be. Some of them seem like madness to me, but that's... I don't pay any attention to release. I was expecting them to be thematic. I thought it was going to be like, you know, two versions of RC together or like somebody in their BFF, but instead it's just either wave mates or randomness. It, it makes sense that they're the wave mates. It would. When, when Energon did their two packs in 2004, um, it was, it was just two regular two packs, whether it was Max Con or with a new UPC over the old UPC to show that it was a two-pack. Um, then there was no rhyme or reason with uh, how they were packed. Yeah, because yeah, you are getting you're getting Studio Series with Studio Series, Legacy with Legacy. Um, so, so yeah, just from, from looking at these, it, it certainly supports that, uh, that point uh, that Zaldron's making. And, and I will say one of the cool things is you know, there are some some figures that are coming out that have been hard to find. Um, you know, so if you missed out on some of the Stunticon limbs, this is another opportunity to get the Stunticon limbs. If you missed out on, you know, some of the Insecticons, this is another place to grab some of the Insecticons. So, um, yeah, uh, it is, you know, definitely, um, you know, you're getting, you're getting some, uh, you know, pretty, pretty great toys from this. Uh, again, for for a great price, is it is it going to be inconvenient that you don't get exactly the two that you want? It probably is going to happen for a lot of folks, but this is a, a a net positive, I'd say, for just about everyone. The eighty six Sharticons in there. I know some people mm-hmm. collect. Some people talked about those being hard to get back when, like they couldn't get as many as they wanted. So it's another opportunity to get those, and you get some sort of bonus friend with it. Oh. One thing I think too with some of the less expensive uh, transformers, like I mean, this is the perfect time really to you know have all those out on the shelves between you know Ross and Ollie's and, and Walmart because I mean you know like these are supposed to be for kids and like I don't know I I realize I know inflation all that but like twenty five dollars for a deluxe for a kid. You know, I think it's different for a collector, um, but like, you know, if I'm if I'm just trying to go buy, you know, some toys for my kid for Christmas, like it's a tough value proposition. You know, I think especially when you're competing with like just uh, you know whatever Pokemon cards or video games or whatever else, you know, you're trying to maximize, uh, you know, what your what your kids get for Christmas or if you're donating them or, or whatever. Um, and so the, it's, it's nice to see some of these, uh, different options, uh, especially right for the holidays. Especially if you're buying for friends, kids or families, kids, you know, folks that you might end up be, be buying for like 10 different children in your family at an event. And it's like, you could be buying them $5 cheap toys 
Or you could go to the bargain bin at Always and everyone gets a good toy and you still don't spend as much. So it's definitely a good time for that, I agree. Or to selfishly go and get figures that you missed. You know, that that's also a thing. You can do that as well. I've been doing a little bit of that one. Yeah, and uh, I've been surprised. Uh, you know, I've seen some of your, your photos that uh, it's kind of tempted me to uh, to get out, but I, I haven't had a chance to yet. Um, so it sounds like you've been uh, hitting up our local Ollie's as well. Uh, it's been fun. I've, I've enjoyed going there. Like, I wasn't going to the Ollie's because ours wasn't getting anything noteworthy. But now that it is, uh-huh. it's just, it's kind of fun to go and root around because it's disorganized and messy and you kind of feel like you're treasure hunting. You know, you go in Target, you go to the Transformer shelf, you check the back to see if there's anything on clearance, and then you go home. But you go to Ollie's and it's madness. And sometimes you think maybe I should go check the chip aisle to see if the toys are there because it's just a complete mess. And that's just kind of fun for me. I have found good things. Um, the override was there this week when I went. So I decided, you know what? I'm trying to collect all the woman figures. So I'll just go ahead and grab her, even though I have another override in my collection, whatever, for $10 as opposed to the, what would it be, 35 these days? I was like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'll just get one. Um, they have the headmasters. So that's pretty cool to be able to get those Walmart headmasters for $10 is also nice. Um so they had the headmasters, they had the authentics or whatever they're called. They had um, one random blue silver streak or silver blue streak or whatever he is. Um, they had, they have the little squishable transformers. Those always crack me up whenever I see them on the shelves because that's what you expect to be at Ollie's and not the like good stuff. Um, they did have a pile of mislabeled Optimus Primal and Megatrons like a month ago or maybe two months ago where they were, they were $10. And yeah, I bet those probably once people realized how big and how fully featured those toys are, because like, I know it's an old toy, but like, as far as kid toys go, that Optimus Primal is a really fun kid toy, the original toy. And it's not so old that, like, it's like, oh, a fossil would think this was fun, but a real child wouldn't. No, it's still a fun thing since it's since the advent of ball joints and flexibility. Um, They had those. Gosh, what else did they have? There was something else I found this week that was exciting. Oh, yeah, freaking red bumblebee. (laughs) Just, Just entire cases of just red bumblebee. There's no other red figures. It's just... Mm. Bumblebee. I'm thinking the color versus the the toy line. Uh-huh. I know that was the first day. Like I was, I was shopping there, and I was talking to Catherine. And I showed her a picture, and she was like, "Oh, I'm surprised to see that red bumblebee there." And I was like, "What do you mean a red bumblebee?" And I'm staring <laughs> right at it, trying to figure out. I thought she was called Sideswipe Bumblebee for a second because there were some Sideswipe figures, and yeah, Peter held up the red bumblebee robot enhanced design bumblebee and that's cool to see that figure like again because it hasn't been on walmart shelves in a while Ooh, beast wars monopoly yeah we had that too we had we had beastopoly how much at my store it's like 15 15 yeah 
if you don't have if you don't have five sets of monopoly in your office for some reason it's a good time to get five sets of monopoly for your office yeah headmasters are there they had all the headmasters um what else did they have they have a lot of a lot of it is these freaking exclusives whoops almost all walmart exclusives how much were the oh, weird. headmasters Oh, the headmasters are 10. Yeah, we had, uh, I don't know if you can see, we had a single Blue Blue Streak 2. And then some rando movie cars. And and then I went over to Ross. Some of the other stores as well, and and we'll get to Ross in just a second, but like TJ Maxx and Marshalls don't have anything, and I've not heard any reports of anything. Burlington Coat Factory, the the one that's convenient for me, had at one point twenty of the buzzworthy silver streaks or blue streaks, um, and and they've slowly been whittled down. A um, couple of them are still on the shelves. Some of them don't have heads anymore. Um, but but yeah, like that was sort of an odd thing to see at Burlington as the only kind of mainline for what we collect Transformers. It was just a whole like shelf, and it was just like boom, 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 boom of of uh, buzzworthy blue streak. My LA's had a bunch of those for a while. They're down yeah. to one as of last Saturday, so probably zero now. Yeah. Well, I always oh. feel like it's weird. Like at least by us, the distribution for TJ Maxx and Ross both are like not very good at all. Like you, there's just very limited toys um, at all. Um, when you when you go in there, so I, I've kind of just haven't haven't even bothered like looking there lately. Last time I went, ours had quite a bit. Like it actually had a decent. It had selections of things that you and I have already bought, right. <laughs> all the ones that we wanted. But they had a decent selection. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that always we didn't mention is that something that I think is mostly sold out in most places. Ours had a fresh case of um when I went last Saturday, but it was um Throne Star Screams, Coronation Star Screams, the eighty six. Those priced like a liter. Um, that is at always for much cheaper if you can find it. Yeah, we had every one of the always that I went to had that the first round, and then when I went back for a second round, they were all gone. But I know. At one of the Ross King was walking in. He was trying to go in the exit door, which won't open. So he was standing there like an idiot waiting for me to come out so that the door would open because walking 10 feet to the right, or my right, his left, was way too tall a challenge. So the door opened. I walked out and he's like, oh, geez, it's you. I was like, hey. He's like, did you leave anything for me? No. And I kept going. And, uh, yeah. So I know Scalper is... So. Yeah, we, we missed about the last minute or so of what you said, Peter. I'm sorry. So, something but that was... about Scalpers. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, you ran into the local Scalper and... Yeah, he... I guess I'll just hang up. So you guys have fun uh, yeah. without me. Okay, not necessary. Bye, stay around. Don't go. You can come back. Um, Try to read. Um, yeah. He did leave. Bummer. Yeah. Well, he was talking about his local scalper, Keen. 
was trying to come in and get stuff, and he was glad to accidentally counterattack. But I think he was also, I think he was making the point that scalpers are gobbling up the stuff. They are, unfortunately, and that's kind of a bummer, right? Because that, like the throne set is a good example. That thing didn't sell. It was, it wasn't actually overpriced for what you got, but it seemed expensive. So it didn't sell super well. It's showing up at these stores. In a year or two, being able to sell that star screen with his throne and his little cape and his hat is going to be something valuable for scalpers to resell. They're going to be able to sell that thing for probably more than it retailed for. That's kind of a bummer. Um, I waited on it. And I, after I paid it, I was like, oh, if I had paid the full $50 for this, I would not be upset. This is really good. (laughs) It's a really nice set. No, yeah, the set is really nice. And I think if you hadn't gotten the Starscream originally um that it'd be really cool but you could probably say that of a lot of the different like repacks that have been like you know some of the megatrons and and whatnot too i thought that just how much him being in the right cartoon colors mattered to me because like the colors are never exactly right on a starscream toy and that one has the colors exactly right and it was just like wow this is so much cooler than my 57 other starscreams for some reason but yeah, it's been, I've been having fun doing this just because I think Peter has too, if he was still here to talk about it, um, just because it is a hunt and you don't know what you're going to find. And sometimes you surprise yourself. And a lot of times you just, you find it, you go, I have this and you walk away. But like um, at Raw, Scourge was showing up, the, the laser primary paint Scourge uh-huh. and, you know, being able to. If you missed it for retail, being able to get it for $15 is pretty cool. But also just seeing a pile of them cheap that people can buy it for their kids, which is a halfway decent toy. Okay, I kind of hate the toy, but most people like it. What's wrong with the toy? The arms are itty bitty. He has little tiny arms that don't fit his body. It looks weird. Yeah. I don't love it. I, I feel like if it had a... It's just like with um, with Star Saber, right? If there was an arm upgrade kit, I would love the figure. But there isn't an arm upgrade kit, so that's a hard thing to make. Another cool value proposition that recently happened was, you know, how the some Troop Builder pack, right? Everybody's excited to get their Troop Builders. And if my... um. If my little alligator friend looks wrong to you, that's because I reversed his arms because I wanted him to be a street shark instead of a proper transformer. Because I think he looks better like this. But the point is, if you play your games correctly with your target coupons, you can get this four-pack for about half price if you aim your target coupons right. So it's definitely bargain shopping time as we go into Black Friday season. Well, and I I feel like this year it's like almost kind of the opposite of last year where I feel like we had a ton of new stuff that hit like around this time or maybe around December. And, you know, it was like almost hard to keep up with everything. Whereas like it's almost kind of nice this time where you're like, oh, hey, like I missed this. I missed that, whatever. And you're able to kind of uh, try to go and hunt and 
and scoop some stuff up that you uh, you know maybe didn't uh, weren't able to get before. Yeah, I'll and, and say... to your point, Anna, just a few minutes ago, finding Velocitron Scourge at Ross. Ross has gotten just about every Velocitron figure except for Override. They've gotten all the other figures, including uh, the, the 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 you know legendary Cosmos Crasher and Shadow Strip. So you know something funky happened with the distribution, whether that was on Walmart side or Hasbro side. I, I don't know. I'm sure there are people who do know, but but I, I don't. Um, we can have fun speculating and blaming people and hope they lose their jobs over that. But yeah, I mean, that whole wave has shown up at that Ross. Um, and again, Walmart exclusives um, earlier in the year and are still sitting at Walmart are the, um, the, the Halloween horror uh, Beast Wars repaints. Uh, so Buzzsaw, um, I forget the Cheetor's name. Um, there's a Shadow Panther. Um, oh, no. yeah. Uh, Those uh, things yeah. sat, though, originally. Yeah, they did sit for a while. And even, even at Ross, they're, they're, you know, still shelf warmers. But, yeah, something funky with, with Walmart happened because those are all, again, Walmart uh, exclusives. Well, and I wonder, too, if, like, some of that stuff just didn't sell as well is what they're hoping and then you know walmart's like oh no we don't need the next wave you know or like you know that normally maybe in the past they had done a restock um and they just decided oh no we're not going to bother with it who knows yeah um i'm gonna warn you guys including lucas though if you go and you find those headmasters they're very tempting just seeing them in their nice retro packaging and it's yeah. been long enough that you might kind of forget how dated Titans Returns feels now. So you might see it and get overly excited and end up buying them by accident. Well, I almost kind of feel like I get those because, I mean, I already have, I still have the original ones just to uh, to have some fun ones in a box because I, I just love those, you know, G1 display boxes they have. That's so nice. And the paint jobs on these do seem to be really good. Yeah. I never touched them. I never had them. They seem yeah. pretty oh, really? cool. You never had the, the I had the Titans Returns one. I didn't have the... um. I got them back in Titans Returns, but I did not get the retro box oh, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they have I, slightly I different either. paint decos. I mean, honestly, it was kind of hard to find them. Uh, they weren't in Walmarts for that long. So maybe that's part of the thing. I don't know, Phil, like, were you able to, like, find a lot of those originally? I don't think I ever saw them in Walmart. I don't I don't hit up Walmart that frequently with my, right. my toy hunting. Um, and that time when they were out was, was a rough time for me to go hunting just because, was it COVID was still a little more hot and heavy? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my, my now three and a half year old was one and a half, so... Yeah, like being able to run out and hit up like three or four targets in a Walmart, just uh, what wasn't in the cards kind of thing. So um, right. I had never seen them on shelves. We don't even have that many ollies around us, and they're not that convenient for me. So Peter actually grabbed me a, a brainstorm that I got to communicate with him of how I'm going to get that from him because brainstorm is one of my all-time favorite, if not my all-time favorite transformer. So to have uh, an inbox uh, version of that is, is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and as Zaldron mentioned too on those headmasters that they have the Takara heads. 
Yep. Yep. Exactly. So you got brainstorm without the the mouth plate. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I admittedly I grabbed a Chrome Dome. I I don't know if I'm going to open it or keep it or whatever yet, but I did grab one just for the nostalgia thing because I yeah. had Chrome Dome as a kid and. It's one of the few transformers I actually remember seeing in the box before it became open. So it's got the nostalgia. But but what's interesting is they don't have the same paint jobs as Takara. So even though they have the same heads, the Takara legendary uh, headmasters are, are different paint schemes. See, this is why you have to collect all three of them. So All the variants. For, for Brainstorm, I'm like, crap, I'm going to have to get the Japanese one now. So I got the Titans Return one, the Walgreens exclusive. You know, I've got, I, I, I don't have a complete character collection of Brainstorm, but I got quite a few. So that one more paint job ain't gonna, ain't gonna kill me to grab. And it's, it's this really nice powder blue on the car version that I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, t- that was back in the day when Takara was doing premium paint jobs, which I guess they kind of are now again, We're back. Like, especially with the Beast Wars stuff. I know, Anna, you were mentioning that you and Christian were kind of talking about the uh, Beast Wars and how nice the uh, Takara premium finish was. Some of those beasties are really impressive. Like, freaking Cheetor, right? Like, I complained endlessly about that Cheetor toy when it came out because it looked like a confused dead cat and a crappy robot. But with that Takara paint job that looks so much like the freaking MP, it really just fixes it. It's like suddenly that crappy figure, they painted a turd. They painted a turd and made it shiny. And now I kind of want it. So yeah. I think you bring up an interesting point and that kind of dovetail into something else I want to talk about with the topic. When it came to the Takara and Hasbro releases back in the day, they weren't quite exactly at the same time, but the delay was only like usually less than a year between when you'd have the U S version, the Takara one. And oftentimes you'd see the Takara paint job before the U S one was hitting the shelf. So you could make your decision before you bought one. And then, Oh crap. Now I either got to return this or sell it to then get the Takara one that I'd rather have. Now that we're getting these premium finish or, or whatever they're calling the Beast Wars ones, now we've got a multi-year delay. So the question is, do you wait? Do you do you gamble on waiting for the Dakar one to come out and have the better paint job or not? And also, too, how that ties into this discussion is I've seen people post on social media that, like, I'm just going to wait for Ollie's or, or Ross or whoever to get these new figures in. And. I've been a big fan of waiting for sales, waiting for deals, but I'm more so talking about like the Hasbro 35% off sale on Pulse, which you can very, very likely come across multiple times a year. I don't think this is something that we're likely to see repeated over and over again at Ross because um, it's just they'll, they'll between Hasbro or Walmart or somebody, they'll figure out the right numbers of distributions to get this thing right. So they sell to the normal distributors is no one wants to end up be sold at the, the discount prices that they're being sold at. They're, they're losing money. So two or three lifetimes ago, this little guy named Fortress Maximus started showing up at Ross's. That was like the first time I heard about like hunting your Ross's trying to find, you know, this awesome yeah. clearance figure. 
So I think it happens from time to time. And I think it will continue happening, but I don't think you can play it like people like to think they can. You know, like so many people are saying, don't buy the Nemesis because now look, the Ark is showing up at Ollie's. So don't buy the Nemesis because it's going to be $60 someday at an Ollie's. And if you do that, you are risking perhaps you won't get a Nemesis. Maybe you will. But if you pay, you know, full price or you look for the holiday sales and try to get a slightly discounted one, you will have one. And I think like something that's been kind of cognitive dissonance for me this time around is this is the first time, because I haven't really tried to do the whole bargain hunting thing in years. This is the first time doing the bargain hunting. I've had a little bit of like pushback in my brain saying like, I really don't have to be doing this. Right. Like I still get to have a good amount of collectibles every year if I pay full price you know, back in college and back in grad school, I couldn't do that. If I wanted to have more than a few toys a year, I had to dig through the bargains. And it's just been, it's it's an odd feeling because it's like, maybe I should just leave these for other people who, you know, actually need the discounts in order to get them instead of me, which I don't because of the scalpers. Because I'd rather, <laughs> I prefer I got yeah. it instead of a scalper. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, like, I I haven't been looking for a lot of that stuff just because if I really wanted it, I would have already gotten it. And so, like, some of the ones, like, I don't know, like, I know, like, Metroplex, you know, I never got that one because it's like, do I really need this? I don't really have any nostalgia for it. And there's, like, several other ones, too. So, like, there's a few where I have partaken in the pulse sales. Uh, to get some some guys I was on the fence about, uh, but yeah, for the most part, like I, I'm not gonna sit there and like if it's something I really want, I'm gonna get it. If it's something I don't really want, I'm not sure that I need it, you know, in my collection. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Like, probably depends on how good the sale is. Is there are a few. Um, I, I feel like the newer figures, uh, the newer waves, I probably only gotten like half the wave instead of the full wave. Um, so, you know, I don't know. We'll see whether or not I'm tempted enough to, uh, to actually get those. Yeah. I want to say that like something I want to talk about is just trying to figure out why this is happening, like why we're getting all this. And after talking to a few people about it, it's become very apparent to me that most of what we're seeing hit Ross and all is not everything, but most of it are the Walmart exclusives. And I feel like if you think about the number of Walmart exclusive transformers and GI Joes that have come out in the last few years, I think Walmart may have just overdone it with their exclusives. Like they've had upwards of two transformers exclusive lines trying to share the shelves with movie figures, mainline figures, Cyberverse slash Earthspark figures, and any other random ass Transformers they have at the time. Like, they may have just kind of gone overboard on Transformers. So I, I think that is part of it. I also think this is still hangover from COVID. And, you know, I, I wish, you know, you guys probably know this. I, I'm, I'm sure Peter would if he was still on. Um, apparently had better things to do. Um, the headmaster reissues, those were two years ago, right? Was that 2021, if I remember correctly? That sounds right. I don't know if it's up my head. Okay. 
I like so so the reason I bring that up is that if you think back to 2021, that's when we still had all those freighter ships out like couldn't get in the harbors stuff was taking forever to to get through the supply chain and so this may have just simply been a situation where it's like yeah and to your point maybe they did order too much or it's just like listen we we ordered things with the expectation that they'd come at a certain time and then they didn't and then we got a glut and, and, you know, it just became too much at one time versus the original plan was probably spaced out more than, than what we saw. Yeah. Like no, that makes perfect have, sense. When they do the planogram or whatever, they have the spot on the shelf at a certain time. If it doesn't come on that time, it's, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think all that kind of plays together. Because there's only so much stuff they can fit on the shelf. They can't just put everything out there at one time because stores are only so big. Shelves are only so big. And honestly, if you go to a toy store, the toy aisle, toy store, yeah, good luck unless you're in Canada. Um, but if you go to the toy aisle of, of any of these stores, it's like the Transformer section is is maybe the biggest they have. Like it is. Star Wars and Marvel are, are you know, pittances in, in terms of, of how much space they have. DC's got a decent space with McFarlane and the other like Spin Master DC stuff. But yeah, Transformers is is got a primo amount of real estate these days. Yeah. Well, I feel like the action figures in general kind of have, they've shrunk a little bit of that space and have allocated it to other other toy lines or, you know, Legos or whatever else it may be that and they've kind of dispersed some of it where you've got like the the section by the electronics with all the higher end NECA stuff and other kind of collectibles that they they you know put back there so um it's it's not all just like in one area like it it used to be concentrated yeah that's that's true too so but uh but yeah no i mean i will say in general getting back to like some of those takara uh reissues like I never really minded, um, you know, getting the the Takara um, uh, Titans Returns figures, right? Because, like, they were so much nicer. The packaging was really nice. And then they came with an extra little Titan Master and all mm-hmm. that. Like, it was just, you know, it, it was actually a pretty decent deal. If I remember correctly, I think those were $40 back in the day. I mean, this is, of course, years ago at this point. But, um I don't know. Like they all seemed really nice, and and I kind of feel like with some of those Beast Wars, you know, the new ones. I I will say that, um, you know, like the masterpiece Beast Wars figures are so much nicer with their paint jobs, and so it almost would tempt me to you know get if if the paint jobs of these new figures are that close. Like I feel like that's been kind of my my, my one complaint about. Um, you know, I've enjoyed a lot of the Beast Wars toys, but you know, the paint jobs, like, you know, they were fine, but uh, you know, if if you're going to put a really premium paint job on it, like I, I don't know, I might be actually tempted on those. Yeah, I think it's really been illustrative of how much the paint job actually means to me. Like, I brought, I took down I think he's still right here if I can reach my hand around where he's hiding. I took tarantulas off the shelf lately because I wanted to hang out with my new nightshade toy. And 
when I was playing with this figure, like I remember when I first got it, I was just, you know, absolutely in love with this thing. I gushed all over it. I was like, this is the best Beast Wars figure they've released. Yay. And I think after playing with many more toys afterwards, I realized this is just about as good as the other Beast Wars figures, except that it's painted better. You know, it just has the colors more correct and nice and interesting on it than a lot of the other ones did. Which, I'm not saying it's not a great figure, because it's totally a great figure. It's a spider. I really like spiders. But, you know, yeah, I think those repaints are going to make these figures so much cooler. We're all going to be jealous of Christian if we don't die then. He's going to start getting and we're going to be like, oh, wow, your collection looks cooler than mine. I feel like too the Beast Wars figures just really benefit from the premium paint job. Like, not to say the G one figures aren't, but like a lot of those are, you know, pretty relatively solid colors and and you know whatnot. Whereas the Beast Wars, like, you know, just can benefit from additional layers of paint and and, and things like that. Well, and some of the premium finish ones when they were doing the the Netflix. Uh, Transformers toys is they were just slapping on additional space mud so they, they sometimes look better and sometimes they look worse yeah. yeah those premium finished figures were kind of a kind of a dud yeah so but another precursor to this they are so another source of cells if I can talk if I can talk for my dog Another source of cells is that for the first time we've noticed in the last couple of weeks, Pulse has put up a clearance section. Wait, what? That is news to me. Yeah, I guess they have like a tab or something on the website. Is that right? I haven't actually checked out yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and scope that out. So I'm curious, like, does that mean that they'll have more regular clearance rather than, you know, like a big bang uh, where they put everything on clearance, like, you know, at a certain point? Well, I guess we'll have to see. It's only a handful. So I'm going to say it's probably going to be a constant thing. Any Transformers highlights on there, Anna? Yes. Blitzwing for 60%. Of retail. Wow. It's a good uh, price. Legacy yeah. slash, uh, yeah. From the Blitzy. Yeah. It's a good toy. Yeah. Otherwise, there's some um, Earth Spark figures and some really random stuff. That's anytime you go into a clearance aisle, that's what you're going to see is randomness. It's true. So, yeah, Phil, if you paid attention to the Discord, you would know this information. I've got, like, five Transformer text chain social media things that I'm following. I don't, I can't, I can't handle them all. Yeah, but the Discord has the best news. So, if you, if you weren't aware, the uh, TF Talk Discord um, has all the breaking news uh, on it. So, we, we really should just spend the show reviewing the discord for the week and we'd probably be you know better off for it yeah it's really all one of our community members just posts everything like so quickly sounds like that person needs to get a life jeez 
Jesus. I think that person is doing a service for I, I for our community. I I am being facetious, uh, so no, that, that is helpful. Yeah, I appreciate it too because, like, this is my busy part of the semester. Like, the fact that I'm doing this is ridiculous because I'm going to be up all night doing other things. But thanks to Han, I'm still able to stay up to date on things just by reading the Discord. I don't have to troll the Facebook groups or check the actual websites where news is posted. I just check our Discord. Well, and I feel like, you know, for me, too, is like I've gotten busier as well with my kids that, uh, you know, I don't have as much time to, uh, you know, scroll on the Facebook groups or, or like you said, check out the website. So I really do rely on, you know, uh, you know, people like Ron or, or Christian or whoever sending notes to say, oh, hey, did you guys see this? So. Like the note this morning about like Year of the Dragon uh, Transformer that's coming out with a yeah. How old is that toy? Five years old. Uh, the repaint of Steelbane. It looks like. Looks like it should be a remold. A lot of people are making the argument that it's so remolded that it's a new figure. I think okay. it might be in the Ectotron um, family of all the engineering is the same, but every single part is a new piece. Yeah, I. It's funny because I recently got that toy at DairyCon for one of my sons, and the the last night version is is bad. Um, so when I saw this was a remold or repaint of that, like the, at first the silhouette, like oh that looks kind of neat, and then I saw it was a remold repaint of, of Steel Band, like ooh, that's yeah, cool yeah, robot silhouette. Mode, but the dragon mode was was awful. Yeah, in a weird turn of events, I ended up with. I think all the different dragon toys from that line and they're just not very good, right? Like all of them are things you want to be cool. Cause it's like, it's a knight that turns into a dragon. Both of those things are cool. I want that to be nice, but it's a crappy knight that wibble wobbles apart pretty easily that turns into a dragon that barely clips together and looks kind of ridiculous because it often has things like feet for a neck think Steelbane has feet for a neck, right? I think. Uh, yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Feet neck doesn't look good, actually. No. Surprise, surprise. No. But the remolding, at least from the teeny tiny picture we have, the remolding looks like it might fix that just by having a bigger head. Yeah. Because Steelbane had a little tiny dragon head, and this looks to be a nice big. Yeah, it was like the Steelbane head was like a. The duckbill platypus with antlers. It um, really was. Yeah. For some reason. This um, one is going for that Zodiac inspired Chinese dragon yeah. look, which is cool. They weren't perfect, but the, the Beast Hunters dragons were, were pretty darn good for what they were at the time. Um, I, I kind of miss that I, I sold some of those and, and might have to track some of those down again. Yeah, um, I, I do think it's cool that they're doing a year of the whatever again. Um, like, I really enjoyed those back in the day. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, okay, let's see. The, 
the Omega Supreme one that was the the repaint into more of a G one was that Year of the Snake? I guess I that was Snakey. Yeah. Um, that was Year of the Snakey. That that was a really cool one, um, and I also really liked that uh, the MP ten Optimus Prime. Like that was actually the first I think version of MP ten that I got before they had mine too. The, before they did the re release again and original colors um i think that was the only way i could get it at the time um but it it, it was kind of a cool deco like i actually enjoyed uh that one too so that, those are a couple of the highlights of of the year but it's it's cool to see them doing that again yeah i think it is too i i'm not a fan of the figure they chose but i haven't been a fan of every one of them right in the past, they used MP10, they used MP Soundwave. They used some good figures in the past. But then there was also that time that they used Air Attack Optimus Primal at when he was like a 15-year-old oh, yeah. toy already. <laughs> yeah, that Year of the Goat Soundwave was kind of weird too. Just because it was the all-clear, you know, stuff. Yeah, because I get confused with that one and the Lincoln Park Soundwave because those kind of came out at similar time frames, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. The early goat one's actually pretty cool looking in practice. Mm -hmm. If I had stretchy arms, I would grab it because it's just right on there, but I don't have I, I don't arms. think I ever picked up any of the, the year of Transformers because they were either like Omega Supreme was out of my price range at the time. I already had the MP10, um, and I just like the the one thing about them being nice figures is that they they had a high price tag, and so I, I sometimes already owned that toy, or or it wasn't exactly the colors I wanted, so I wouldn't shell out that kind of money for a toy that wasn't the version I wanted. If I remember correctly, I swear they were on sale. Um, I thought that I got mine from. Um, the year of the snake that Omega Supreme from Big Bad, if I remember correctly, I think it was on clearance, and I think that that the MP10 I think I somehow got on sale from Toys R Us like way back mm -hmm. in the day too. So I I don't think I ever actually paid full price um, for those. So that's probably the reason I'm remembering them more fondly than you know if you had someone that had paid full price. Yeah, that goat yep. sound wave got really cheap too. That's why I have it because Catherine bought it for the cassettes and then sent me the sound wave. Right. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because then I wasn't really as involved in the Transformers community, so I wasn't aware of deals as as much as I am these days. So, yeah, that that uh, maybe that was better for my pocketbook. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because like. Last year, you guys were like, "Oh, Velocitron Override! This is a great figure, Phil. It's a great figure. This this toy is gonna sell out. You need to go find this thing before it's gonna like double, triple in value, Phil." And, and I, I was like, "All right, I went and got it. I think I got it maybe for a few bucks under retail." And like, it's a decent toy. I'm not hugely enamored with it, but now it's like ten bucks. And it's like, Ugh. yeah, so. that that's a bummer. I, I think yeah, we're still going to run into a lot of the woman figures going on clearance. Yeah. Like they're still not selling as well as the others. I mean, we got a whole wave. But, well, no, I shouldn't go. We've got half a wave here of the new ones. Um, but again, it just gave the female toys bad. Bad molds. Of, of, yeah. 
I don't know. Although, like, to be fair, that Shadow Striker is not actually bad. It's just a stupid mismatch of things. Like, the toy yeah. is actually quite good. And yeah. I actually quite enjoy playing with it. Other than the fact that it's the universe body and the kind of sort of color scheme from Cyberverse. And definitely the Cyberverse head. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I it's great. That- I've got that added to my Amazon shopping list with the hopes that either Pulse or somebody has it on sale. And I'll pick it up then because, yeah, mainline toys in general. I'm, I'm, you know, just being very judicious of how much I pay and if I get it on sale. Um, Christian was saying that he got her with one of the recent Target 25% off coupons. So yeah. I don't think she's in stock anymore on Target's website, though. He sure gets strong arm, though. If you want that dumb thing. Speaking of that mold, though, I'm seeing Minerva pop up finally at Walgreens physically. That's weird. Yeah. Minerva. Yeah. Hello, I'm mediocre. I'm I'm curious. <laughs> um, I I know uh, Christian's been wanting. Uh, which one is it? Medics. Yeah. Is that the one? Um, that like is that actually going to get a U.S. release? It's showing up in foreign markets, so I can't imagine that it wouldn't get some sort of U.S. release. It's going to, but I just, I don't think, I don't think Walgreens is a serious toy seller. Right. You know? Like, and I don't mean that as a like, you know, I'm a serious toy collector, you're you're bad. I just don't think they're really concerned about when they put something out onto their shelves. Like, I think they're just kind of like, it'll happen when it happens. Whatever. Well, right, I think you like, can see it pop know. up before the holidays. They haven't announced it at all. Like, I mean, usually the uh, the prior year exclusives, like, it was pretty consistent where they would show up, like, in late October. But, um, yep. you know, yeah. Well, the, the joke was it would show up, like, right before TFCon. Uh, and it's like, how many Walgreens can you hit? before you get to TFCon to, to, you know, scalp them and sell them for a profit. Um, you get to play that right. game with Ratchet back in the day. Yeah, and with uh, um, uh, uh, Brainstorm. Yeah, we were talking about Brainstorm earlier. You know, I have friends that found Brainstorm on the way from Michigan to Chicago for, what was it, the, the 2016 or something TFCon? Uh, or 2017 TFCon. So it, it was... Uh, yeah, and then same thing the following year with Rekgar showed up. Like, I found Rekgar the, the morning before I was setting up my table for TFCon um, at Walgreens. So, Phil, did, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard that story. Like, when we went to TFCon DC uh, a couple years ago, um, we happened to be on the same route that Paul was. Right? Did you hear about this? I think so, but but please go on. And, and so, like, that was when Ratchet came out, right? And so we were, like, making Paul so mad because we were hitting up every Walgreens as we were going on the same route he was going. But it was, like, we were, like, two hours closer. And so, and so like, we kept just texting him photos of, like, hey, picked up another Ratchet, picked up another ratchet and he was so bad because like he was like oh i'm be excited i'm gonna hit up all these walgreens and have have stock for tfcon so yeah. we we uh we somehow beat the the scalper i guess right yeah yeah and and yeah he was involved in the brainstorm you know scenario from a few years back uh 
Right. Yeah, there's. I, I remember the second year they did it was when they had the clone two pack, which was pretty cool. But like we didn't realize that in the system, you know, they just they didn't care. To your point, Anna, that they're they're not serious about this stuff. So you go and look it up and like, oh, such and such a store has got the clone two pack in. It's like, no, it was just just a bunch of brainstorms clogging the shelf that that they didn't delineate in the system of what was what uh, in terms of transformers. It was all just like, yeah, we got a transformer toy. That's just the only the only thing we have in the systems as a deluxe size Walgreens transformer. Yeah, I'm not going to so. pretend that I know jack or shit about um, Walgreens business model, but I just don't think toys are a big profit area for them. I want to say I heard that the person who was working closely with Hasbro and spearheading to get these exclusives is no longer with Walgreens. Um, so I don't, I don't know how accurate that information is. I do know they have had quite a few rounds of layoffs because um, some of their corporate headquarters are here in Chicagoland. And they have had a decent amount of layoffs over the last couple of years. So it would, it would not surprise me if, if that person is no longer there and it's become even less of a priority. And I do, do know I've read that they're no longer doing Marvel Legends exclusives with Walgreens. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that that would make sense. So they were doing like every other month, like it got to be that there was a new Walgreens Marvel Legend exclusive, and the vast majority of them for the last year or so ended up being clearanced, and or getting end up being sold through like Entertainment Earth or BBTS. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it's weird because I know I know for me that. Um, like a lot of those legends exclusives would just like sit on shelves. Like I don't remember one, like one of the Walgreens ones actually being hard to, hard to come by. Um, there sure were a few. Yeah. Silver Surfer was yeah. a really uh, in demand yeah. one. Yeah. There was a Punisher one that got, that got big in demand that got scooped up pretty quickly. Uh, and then they just started, you know, they did all the fantastic four, were through Walgreens. Um, and then they started doing lesser and lesser characters. Like you had Quasar and Jigsaw and Moonstone. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're, you know, at the lower end of the alphabet in terms of the, the tiers of these characters. Right. I, I'm always curious about some of the deals, uh, that they do like retailers with, with Hasbro. Right. Cause like, how is it that, you know what? What type of orders do they have to do to get an exclusive Soundwave or Bumblebee or just whatever type of thing, versus you know getting or Cosmos right versus getting like whatever, just something else that's like a D-list character. I, I'm sure with Hasbro, with with Target, Walmart, and Amazon, they're getting sweet sweet deals with with those of those guys those toy buyers can sort of sure the pick of, of what they want um because those are your three main vendors for this sort of stuff right, right. yeah so since we are doing a bargain hunting show right before black friday i think it would be incorrect for us not to play a little black friday guessing game what do you guys think are going to be the good Transformers things to be looking for on Black Friday this year? I 
have had a lot of success getting Titans from Amazon on Cyber Monday, uh, the Monday after Black Friday. Back in the mm-hmm. day, it was, you know, sub 100. Now that the Titans price has gone up, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, in the 120 to 130 range on Nemesis. So you think Nemesis is already going to hit, even though it just came out, you think it's already going to hit Cyber Black Friday Monday? That is a pattern that has repeated not every single time, but quite a few times. Excuse me, quite a few times with, with okay. even even with it being this recently released, it is has been a, a was recurring the pattern. Delayed compared to other Titans, because I for some reason I thought it was on the same schedule as the past ones. Yeah, usually it's, and I think with this too, it's like late summer, early okay. fall kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. yeah, it just feels like it just feels like people are still like someone put up, someone shared the. Best Buy was putting out a good song, Black Zarek, <laughs> recently, right? They're still trying to get rid of their Black Zareks. You're still seeing good clearance prices on Metroplex. I just wonder if places are going to be ready to clearance out their nemesis since they're still trying to get rid of Black Zareks and well, Metroplexes. I feel like, in general, that like the trouble with a lot of those Titans figures, and part of the reason that Hasbro didn't do them for years and years is because they do take up so much space. They and do. So, like, I, I think that retailers, if they actually get those things in, like, they're looking to get them out the door, like, if they don't sell immediately. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think, like, they just take up a lot of space. So, um, you know, I, I'm the same way as Phil that I had waited on the Nemesis, like, um, you know, I've kind of run out of space for Titans, but like that one kind of catches my eye. Like Metroplex, like, I don't know if I really care that much, but like the Nemesis actually is kind of cool. And like, I got the arc. So to get the Nemesis to, to go with it, um, you know, that's, that's probably my, my pick too. So I'm kind of hoping that, uh, you know, we see a, see a decent deal on her. It is the thing I'm looking for too. Which I think is, it's part of the reason we're probably going to be disappointed and other things are going to go up. Because what that does when we're trying to find that specific thing is that means we watch all the cells. And that means that we catch other things we may not have wanted to buy, which is the whole point of Black Friday. Right. Yeah, I mean, there, like I said, there might be a few of, like, random ways that I can pick up, like, that, the... Um... Anna, what was the figure that you were saying that you picked up that the the other female character? Strongarm? No. Shadow Striker? Yeah. Shadow Striker and Strongarm both. I I haven't gotten either one of those. So, um, and and not to say that like I, a lot of times we'll get the female figures. Like those ones just didn't really seem that interesting to me. Um, I, I would like to have a good Strongarm, but like, did you get that one already, Anna? I have it. I haven't opened it yet. It's just Minerva with slightly different parts, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you see this, you pretty much have her already, right? Yes, she has a bunch of new pieces, but the transformation's the same. The look's the same. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I would be excited to get, um, you know, a cool version, but uh, I, I don't know if that's a cool version. 
I mean, I think at this point the RID Deluxe is the best version they've done of her. Yeah. Um, which Although, Nonad still has that upgrade kit up for Stonearm from Studio Series Ratchet, and Studio Series Ratchet is in those two packs. So, right. if you wanted to make because that makes a pretty cool looking strong arm, right? It makes a nice beefy Cybertronian strong arm that's actually like the head sculpt on that thing that Nana was selling. It's fantastic. Uh, so, to I me, say, that is that's the wait, that's not Nana. That was Render Form, wasn't it? I always get those two mixed up. Yeah. To, to me, though, that's that's the thing that makes this Hasbro strong arm so disappointing. Is that you had that third party, you know, 3D printed head that just looks so much better than the legacy strong arm head. Um, it, it just really is again, just like salt in the wound of how ugly that, that head and disproportionate the legacy strong arm head looks. Um, I'm trying to think what other figures would I be interested in? I don't know if there's a whole whole lot myself. I still haven't gotten him, and so if I can get him for cheap, the Transmetal to uh, Megatron. A lot oh, of people okay. have said good things about that toy, and I, I I never grabbed it, so that would be one yeah. on the list. That's a that's a really cool. This one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That th this is actually a really cool toy. I would say if you can get it on sale, I would definitely suggest it. Yeah. That that is one, too. That if if Takara does a more higher end paint job on that, would be oh, something I probably want to scoop up. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because I know some um, third parties have done it too. Um, so yeah. yeah, getting getting a really premium paint job would be, look pretty neat. Yeah, I've got the uh, what is that third party one that I've got over my shoulder there. Uh, what company was that? Oh, God, um, yeah, uh, a perfect effect. So, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I was thinking it was because there was like another company that did it that did a ba even bigger version of it. Um, I was thinking it was that one. So, yeah, the the BB. Uh, sorry, I'm just reading the the, the note there from Ron. Um, the other third-party company that did it did a more animation-accurate one, whereas the perfect effect is a little more stylized. And I, I don't have the biggest affinity for, for the Beast Wars cartoon, so the perfect effect, more, more stylized one, I thought was perfect, and, and no, no pun intended. And I got their um, uh, uh, Optimus Primal, their their Primal Prime as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, you know, and, and their Leo Prime, so... Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of those three, and and this more stylized Beast Wars stuff is is right up my alley. Um, oh, Ron did mention something else that we haven't uh, we haven't talked about the the Clarence Out Super Seven stuff through BBTS right now. They're doing a huge one. clearance of all their Super Seven stuff, right? Like it yeah. is across. It is across so many lines, like especially right. the Transformers and Power Rangers stuff is deeply discounted. What about uh, the Silverhawks? It, I think it's not discounted, as but not as deep, yeah. 
Yeah, like Monstar is the one I was eyeing, and he went from like 70 down to 50. So that's still a heavy price tag, but that's a huge toy if you're eyeballing that Monstar. Um, there's several waves of the Ninja Turtle ones that had some QC issues uh, or over-ordered. They're down to 20 bucks a pop. So yeah, there you can definitely get a nice Super Seven collection for pretty cheap. I feel I feel bad for for guys like Rob who like were ordering pre-ordering that stuff, um, you know, directly from Super Seven during their their pre-order window. Um, but yeah, that's uh, not a ton of Thundercats, but but yeah, Power Rangers, Transformers, and um, Ninja Turtles are definitely on clearance. If you're a longtime watcher listener, you'll remember that Phil and I have told you on multiple occasions the Super 7 Ultimate Transformers are not good. Right? Like that first, I didn't touch the second wave. I'll be completely honest. It's not on clearance yet. I have not touched wave two. It might be better. But wave one was hot trash. And I really, even though I have the two Action Master guys and they kind of fill a cool gap in my collection. Neither of them are good, right? I have the original Bonsai Tron, and he is better than the Super 7 Bonsai Tron. I've heard mixed things about the Super 7 Bludgeon, and that's the only one from Wave 2 I've got any desire to to pick up. The Grimlock kind of looks cool. It's huge. It is so huge. Yeah. He's a fat boy. He's got a, Zolder like, was just, asking if Wave 2 is out. I think isn't Wave 2 out, but Wave 3 is not. That's correct. And the only yeah. place I've seen Wave 2 is at conventions. Like recently at um, uh, Planet Anime Con, whatever they call it here in KC. I saw the whole wave of Super 7 Ultimates Transformers Wave 2. And that I, Grimlock is so big. I've just seen people like that. I know posts on social media that they've got them now and, and, and mentioned their thoughts. Yeah. yeah. The Grimlock, you can really see how much that animation design just gave him this like big fat lower belly, just the way his body just curves. And it's like, it's both, it's, it's both a slight against and Zaldron will appreciate this. It's both a slight against the animation design of Grimlock, but also how like the, older paleontology like models of the t-rex were where they had him standing more upright it just you know kind of notes itself to being almost like a belly dragon you know homer simpson-esque yeah. dinosaur it's quite funny yeah but yeah i don't know like i was gonna say though you could probably figure out um just by which ones are clearancing harder that you know like i I think that the Thundercats and Silverhawks or whatever, like there's not a lot of other like recent options for those uh, characters. If you're looking to get them, whereas like Transformers, obviously we've got plenty of other things and same thing with Ninja Turtles too, that, I mean, I guess, you know, you can kind of go the NECA route uh, a little bit. I realize it's a different deco, um, but uh but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I will be curious too, like in the future, if Super 7 just sticks to those, uh, you know, smaller five point articulation figures um, rather than doing the Ultimates, if like the Ultimates just didn't work out for them or what? I think for some lines, the Ultimates have worked very well. I mean, they did the Thunder Tank for, for Thundercats and then, then they did the Cat Slayer, which got fully funded. 
Uh, so, so certain lines have sold well for them, apparently. Um, the Hasbro stuff, you know, it, it, you, you had the red Hasbro toys competing with the Super 7 Ultimates right. and some of the same characters. You had Optimus Prime in both of those, um, you know, Starscream in both of those. So, so yeah, what do you think is going to happen? People are going to, you know, your average fan is going to pick up the $20 toy versus the, the $50 toy. Um, and, and now they're doing the same thing to super seven with the GI Joe figures. Cause Hasbro's doing, you know, their, their retro carded GI Joe figures are going to look more like they did in the original animation models, which is what super seven was doing with their GI Joe ultimate lines. So again, you know, Hasbro is, you know, made deals with super seven and, and gone and done things to make that deal less favorable. Although I will say that the, the to me the Super Seven um, Transformers or Super Seven GI Joe actually capture the animation models way better than the Walmart toys did. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of some ones that they've shown the the renders of for Duke and Scarlet Anna, but they they haven't come out yet, and much much more so than what the original retro card figures they've done already in terms of capturing the, the animation yeah. model from the, the real American Hero cartoon. Because especially the, and we're, we're going to G.I. Joe territory and we're going to come back because we don't want to be there because Christian will just burn the show if we talk too much about G.I. Joe. But they're part but, of the Aerogen universe. Yeah, but he, it's not as fun because Christian's not on. I know. The yeah. early classified figures looked nothing like the 80s animation. Right, they were very much updated. They were very much more like dark special ops looking people. So redoing the characters, like you know, they tried to they tried to animation up that Lady J figure from the earlier toys, and it kind of looks like a different person wearing too much makeup. Because it doesn't really look like Animation Lady J. Animation Lady J looks like a different person than the kind of, you know, secret operative character that they made for the classified line. Now, the newer toys look closer to the animation than ever. So that's kind of changed. But that first set wasn't really hitting it. But Transformers, on the other hand, has had years to get closer and closer and closer to the animation, such that the Super 7 just isn't really necessary anymore. Well, I think, uh, I think too, the Super 7 probably has, like, a hardcore core audience that, you know, they're going after. And I think the general collector for, at least for some of the Ultimates line, um, may not necessarily be their target demographic. Like, I think that, you know, some of the carded figures that they do probably are, like, the, the stuff that you can find uh, at Target or whatever. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. So. Um, well, I guess, is there any other, um, you know, like, hunting topics that we want to cover for? We didn't mention bot bots. And so the the... Like some of those last waves of bot bots that only were really available through Pulse and maybe some other online retailers, them showing up at Ross is the I think the only time people have found them physically in a store. Yeah, yeah. 
It's true. I may actually have to hit up Ross for those. My kids really enjoyed those back in the day. They probably won't enjoy them as much now since they're older, but I mean, they're still pretty fun little fidget figures. Yeah, and I think they did. The ones that are repainted of the earlier molds are, are still decent, and then they did some newer molds that some fared better than others. The Crazy Cat Lady is not a good toy. I think they're going to be like um, many cons back in the day. You know how back in the day when you went to the Transformers conventions, everybody would have a tub of mini cons and they'd put like five bucks a piece on them and people would just buy the crap out of them because they were nice and cheap, but you were still able to make a little money off of them. I think bot bots are going to be like that for years where it's just like something to have on your table at a convention. If you get tired of it, you can do that. Or you can be like Christian and make a really cool BotBots display out of the ones that you have. Peter had BotBots on his table at TFCon Orlando, and, and we were surprised at how relatively few he sold. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. He had some loose ones, and he had some um, sealed ones, and it was five bucks a piece. And it was like, all right, if you don't like the one you got in the sealed one, then you can go and swap it out with one of the other loose ones that are on the table. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised. I figured they'd be selling pretty well. They were we, before. We did too. We we were both surprised at, at the the poor sales on that. So, all right. Well, um, you know, thank you guys uh, for joining us tonight. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Um, you know, Daniel and Zaldron and Ron. I think. Uh, Anne, are you back to book club? Is this now book club again this weekend? We are going back to books. So if you're paying attention, some point at this week, you will be able to obtain the actual second issue of the new Transformers. I'm going to suggest that we cover that on the show in the next couple weeks. But we are starting the last Transformers run. We are starting IDW Generation 2. And, um, yeah, the comic book series that all my TFYLP friends rejected. But, honestly, Catherine liked it. I like what I've read. So, I'm looking forward to starting it. We'll be reading it for the next most of a year. Because we're going to read two issues a week for a while. So, if anybody's interested in joining a book club where we read those comics for the next roughly year or so, feel free to join us on Sunday nights. And spoiler alert, one of my favorite Transformers, if not my favorite Transformer that I already mentioned multiple times tonight, does not fare well in the first issue. It's in the first few pages, so you get it yeah. over with quickly. Yeah. I I think that is like, I, I would love to talk about that again. You know, we've already talked about IDW2 and why it felt so epically for not actually being bad. Um, I think that's one of the reasons. I think that just cut a little deep for people who were still so invested in the last universe. I also kind of feel like the art was kind of hot, hot garbage. Um, yeah, I don't feel like that. Good. I didn't feel like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's nearly as big of a departure as the new art. The new art is a little hard to adjust to given that we had these, we had years of over-processed very modern comic art 
you know, not quite Dreamwave level over processed, mm-hmm. but still heavily processed. And now we have that more hand drawn look. I mean, that's a harder, going to be a harder sell for people. People who yeah. don't like hand drawn art are not into it. People who do like hand drawn art, which would be me and yeah. Phil for sure, are really into it. Yeah, I think it's it's it, it's hard to say. But it's it's coming off what you really liked. Like if you read the G two comics and you're really into Transformers with teeth, and then you had to go to any of those other Transformers runs where they don't have teeth, you would be offended. So I, I get it. But see, I, I kind of feel like to me, like it's a like the new series is such a departure from what IDW is doing. Whereas I feel like IDW three or whatever, whatever you call it, generation two the reboot, <laughs> whatever the, the reboot was um, like, I don't know. It, it, it felt like a knockoff version of the original idw run like just the knot is is well done like i've been thinking about that with us starting the new run with us starting covering that i think what happened is when their team was looking for ideas to do with the reboot they were like oh people get so invested in cybertronian world building let's go back and fill in the previous history but it wasn't the same world. If it had literally been the same universe with the same characters, I think it would have done okay. But because it was kind of an unnecessary reboot, but then more of the same, it ended up simultaneously offending the people it was fan servicing. I just think that didn't hit. Like they should have gone for something new. And, and another thing, Anna, thinking about your point there is that even though the second IDW series took place in, you know, a post Cybertronian war, uh, post Autobots Decepticon war, in in the Robots in the Skies book uh, or Optimus Prime book, I should say more so, took place on Earth. You had a ton of those issues that took place on Cybertron. So you know, okay, you do a book that's pre-war but all still based on Cybertron, like visually speaking, it's going to look very, very similar. And that is, so that, and that I think that didn't help make it distinctive either. Right. So. Anyway, if you right. want to experience that, you can join us and you can be critical. One more thing Ron just pointed out, um, Bone Crusher, MPM Bone Crusher on sale with Target. Uh, down to 104 and then you can stack coupons i've seen people get them for under 100 bucks yep you can stack the crap out of those coupons that that target 25 percent off any toy they do every year is always a very good way to buy something you didn't need for less money if they have what you want in stock yes well you know what you can find these damn things in stock because this four pack is everywhere right now yeah don't know if it'll get clearanced. Anyway, safe shopping on Black Friday, everyone. Don't go too crazy and don't buy things you don't actually want. Be careful. We, we can have you watch our toy rental episode as a, you know, before you do that. There you go. Watch your toy rental episode. Watch how uncomfortable everyone's face gets when I call them toy renters. That could be you. 
All right, well, thanks, guys, and we will see everyone next week. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!